Ah, and we are live! Welcome back to Takes by Fans. We have a great show for you today. As always, we are live every single day. And if you want to come watch live, live head over to twitch.tv slash takes by fans. Um, if you want to watch but not live, head over to our YouTube channel. We post all of our episodes there daily and along with some shorter clips. So get a sense of the show, head over to YouTube. Um, and then if you want to watch, we are on podcasting apps. Spotify is the big one right now still working our ways into the other ones but spotify is a big one so whether you want to watch or listen we've got you covered the main thing is we are live daily folks so find us we are takes by fans we are everywhere folks Alrighty, today is Wednesday, my favorite day of the week because that means it's film study day, folks. We take all the week 12, no, week 13 action, and we'll look at some drives, some narratives, um, you know, see what we see. Are we agreeing with them? Uh, has our opinion changed? We have to keep tabs on some players, too. So we'll, we'll watch some film on. We've got Saints, Falcons, we're going to be looking at Lions, Bears, Bengals, Dolphins, Jags, Vikings, Browns, Titans, Chargers, Patriots, Giants. Seahawks and Eagles Packers and maybe if we have time we'll watch some Josh Allen maybe um, so we've got all that to look into we have to break down there was Tuesday night football on last night pretty good game because we finally got to see Ravens you know on prime television blow out an inferior opponent in the Dallas Cowboys so that was always good to see you know, all those Ravens players coming off of that COVID, not being able to play in that Steelers game. And then we finally get to see kind of prime time peak Ravens. And it was a spectacle to watch, folks. Did you see how many rushing yards they had between like four people? That's what I'm saying, y'all. The rushing attack of the Baltimore Ravens is something real special. They've got some real good pieces there, some young pieces, some older pieces, and they're all still working together. So very well done by the Ravens getting the win. So we'll break down that game a little bit. But first, before we get into any of that, we have to cover some stories and the first one off the rip is Mike McCarthy um, he's uh, Cowboys had no answer for astronomical rush Ravens rushing effort oh Mike McCarthy the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys he didn't game plan good what a surprise the man cannot coach the man has low football IQ we've been known this oh and why would Mike McCarthy think I mean with extra time to prepare for this game I mean they haven't played when when was the last time the Cowboys have played so we had all this extra time to get Get ready for the Ravens game and what does he do what does he do he gets blown out they had no answer did they not watch any film Mike McCarthy did you watch any film on the Ravens you didn't know they run the ball you thought they throw the ball have you watched um, Lamar Jackson he hasn't thrown for over 200 yards in any game so why the heck would you be uh, why would the heck why the heck would the Cowboys have no answer for the Ravens rushing effort that's all they do that's all they do is run the ball so once again Mike McCarthy showing his low football IQ, why he should uh, be fired. Mike McCarthy was probably watching the Steelers Ravens game from last week and was probably like, oh, oh, this is what everybody's worried about. This is the big, bad, dangerous Ravens team. They've got nobody. They've got nobody. He was probably game planning off of that one. He was like, oh my God, RG3 is their quarterback. Trace McSorley is their quarterback. This is who we have to defend against? Mike McCarthy, no, they have Lamar Jackson. They, they had COVID the last time they played. That's why they weren't running the ball good, and that's probably why the game plan in the film you watched uh, didn't help you out in this game. So, Mike McCarthy, so trash, needs to be fired. Oh, my goodness. 
let's move on because I could talk uh, trash about that Matt all day. Um, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Doug Peterson. He's naming Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback this week versus the Saints. How crazy is that? Is it is it warranted? Should this happen? Well, we're gonna be watching film on the Eagles specifically every single Jalen Hurts pass basically. So we'll see if he does deserve to be the starter over Carson Wentz. Now Carson Wentz. I mean they they paid this man thirty five million dollars. I mean he's still getting paid. So this was you know they extended him. <clears throat> for $100 million a couple of years back. So, uh, you know, they're kind of damned if they do, damned if they don't. If they start Carson Wentz, they're going to lose the division. If they don't start him, then they're wasting all that money. But, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is a team. Your sole focus is to go out there and win every single week. And Carson Wentz, he hasn't been doing it this season. Now, can he take, you know, the entire offseason just to kind of get back to where he was before he started playing like this in the 2020 season? You know, definitely, possibly. Um, but for right now, the division is still up for grabs. Carson Wentz is not getting it done. You have to move on. You have to move on. Kind of like what the Dolphins did. They say, you know, Fitzpatrick, you know, that week, uh, two weeks ago when he started over Tua, the Dolphins were like, hey, he gives us the best chance to win right now. We have to rock with him because, you know, we're in the hunt for the playoffs. We got to do what we got to do. There's 50, what is there, 52, 53 men on an NFL roster. It's not just one person. Like in basketball where, you know, if you bench LeBron James, you're going to lose. You need LeBron to play to have a chance to win. You know, football is different, folks. One person does not make or break a team. It's a team effort. So, so Jalen Hurts getting the starts, I think, is the right decision. Doug Peterson making it. I know it's a tough decision on him. He's really kind of not wanting to make, make this decision. That's why he's kind of held off as long as he could. Last week, Carson Wentz forced him. He, he had no other option. Has to, had to put Jalen Hurts in this week, and he's going to be starting next week. I think it's the right call. Alrighty, this is why we're not going to be worrying about the Steelers at all, folks. Can we relax? It's one loss. Uh, a lot of teams have one losses. Um, majority of the teams have more than one loss. Can, so can we take a deep breath on the Steelers team? Uh, Mike McCarthy unhappy with Steelers drops. I mean, in that game, Eric Ebron himself, he dropped like five passes. So Steelers receivers were all dropping passes in the game against Washington. That's why they lost. And then this is a quote from Mike Tomlin. Quote, they can catch the ball or they can get replaced by those that will catch it. I mean, the man's not playing around. He's a coach. He's a proven winner. He ha he has not gone uh, more than he has not had a losing season in his coaching career. He's got a Super Bowl. He knows what it takes to win in this league. So I mean, he's a no nonsense coach. I think p players buy into his attitude. He treats the players like like actual people. But you know, when when you're doing things you're not supposed to, he'll call you out on it. And I think players respect that. So I mean, the Steelers are going to respond. Phenomenally, phenomenally. Uh, after this quote, I can tell you, watch the Steelers this week. Um, I'm going to be riding big on the Steelers this week. Make up game, get back to where they were. Mike Tomlin's like, hey, there's no smiles. Yeah, we were 11-0, but not no more. We've got a loss, so we have to start acting like a losing football team now. And that's when Mike Tomlin gets angry. That's when Mike Tomlin pushes his players. So watch out for the Steelers this week, folks. This is a good quote by Mike Tomlin. You know, <clears throat> he wanted to go undefeated. He didn't want to lose any game. And and he's make he's not making any excuses. He could have been out here, be like, yeah, we probably could have won the game, but you know the receivers they were just dropping balls. No, he's like, hey, if you're gonna drop passes, then you're, you're gonna be out. We're we're four wide receivers deep. We can find more tight ends. We can find more players that want to be in the starting lineup, catching balls from a Super Bowl MVP, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback. So next man up if we need him. Uh, so love the Steelers this week, folks. <clears throat> 
Alrighty, two more. Uh, Saints quarterback Drew Brees progressing well in his rehab for the long puncture and fractured ribs. He's not going to practice today, um, but he is eligible to come off of IR right now. They could ramp him up Thursday to see how he feels, but a more realistic target to play has been week 15, so that's good. This is something that I encourage the Saints to do. Taysom Hill's looking very good. We're going to look at Taysom Hill again in our Wednesday film study today just to kind of make sure his arm is still good. Everything's still going good. But from the last two weeks, he's been looking good. They're 3-0 with starting him. There's really no rush to bring Drew Brees back. Let this man get fully healthy like you did last season. Teddy Bridgewater, 5-0. Taysom Hill, 3-0 this season. So give this man some more games. As long as he's winning, there's no need to put Drew Brees back out in the field. They've got a two-game two lead over the Packers for the number one seed. That's fantastic. So if they if they beef one game with Taysom Hill, all right, now we put Drew Brees back in. And we're still good to go. So I love that the Saints are taking it slow with Drew Brees. I think that's the perfect strategy for it. And, uh, you know, Taysom Hill, he's winning games. He's looking good. He's not just running. He's passing the ball and looking very good. Um, yes, the running attack, his running attack is top notch, no doubt there. But his arm is, you know, the thing that was kind of the big red flag. And he proved that he does have a good one. So I think the Saints are making the right decision here. All right, then our final story of the week. Daniel Jones is expected to play this week, bearing a setback. Um, <clears throat> first step is today's light practice walkthrough. So Daniel Jones probably replacing Colt McCoy this week. And this wasn't a big injury for, for Daniel Jones, so I don't think they need to go and take it real slow like the Saints should be doing with Drew Brees. Daniel Jones, younger kid, you know, he tried to even come back out there. The first time he got injured, said he couldn't go. So this isn't a major injury, a little hamstring tweak, but he should be good to go this week. And, I mean, the Giants really can't sit him for another week. Um, you know, Washington beating the Steelers. Now Washington is keeping pace for that first seed in the NFC East. So the Giants really can't take a game off, be like, all right, let's sit Daniel Jones for another week. Colt McCoy really hasn't been getting it done. Yeah, they beat Seattle, but the running attack was kind of the factor, the main factor, and the defense only allowing 12 points. So, um I don't really think Cole McCoy was too big of, you know, why the why the Seahawks lost against the Giants and why the Giants beat the Seahawks. So Daniel Jones coming back, I think it's good. He's, he should be fine. I don't think they're pushing him. Um, if he isn't looking good to go, I think the Giants would make the decision to sit him one more week just to make sure. But, uh, yeah, Washington keeping pace in that lead in the NFC East, definitely, you know, testing Daniel Jones, maybe pushing him out there a little bit sooner. I don't think so, but possibly. Um, but I'm excited to see Daniel Jones play. I mean, we haven't seen this man play in two weeks, and this man is very good. I love watching this man play. I love watching the Giants play, just really, in general. Um, I think what they're doing over there is fantastic I think this rebuild is going quicker than anybody expected and um, you know they're going to be top-notch next season absolutely with Saquon Barkley back so Daniel Jones pretty much playing this week Alrighty, those are all the stories we had to cover. Get out of the way really quickly so let's start talking about yesterday's games or yesterday's game Cowboys Ravens and man this was peak Ravens folks 34 points looking good we'll start here with the Ravens um, Lamar Jackson doing classic Lamar Jackson things 12 of 17 for only 107 yards two touchdowns he did throw the pick let's see where this one came their first possession little bit of a um, not really driving too much only on their 33 yard line and he gets picked and I believe this one was tipped <clears throat> 
by uh, Marquise Brown. Looked like it wasn't the best pass. It was very quickly. Marquise Brown got like one hand on it, kind of tipped it up for an easy interception for the Cowboys. And the Cowboys did take it, take that interception and cash in three points with it. So that's probably the best thing they did all game was cashing in on a short field. But this Cowboys team is kind of becoming a team that can only score points on short fields. They start on Baltimore's 34. They can't even get a touchdown. They have to settle for a field goal. So... I mean, look at this touchdown, folks. Um, this touchdown drive coming starting on Baltimore's own 28-yard line because they got a good punt return. Once again, 10 out of their 17 points so far have been coming when they don't have to travel the entirety of the field. We can name a lot of teams that be doing this. Uh, Mitch Trubisky with the Bears, Tua with the Dolphins, um, multiple other teams that are not good. Um, Dolphins with the two with two, Tua with the Dolphins is a little bit different, a little bit different example. But there are a lot of teams that cannot move the ball past midfield if they're not starting at great field position and the Cowboys are becoming one of those teams and that really should be no surprise Andy Dalton's not stepping it up like I thought he would I thought this was kind of going to be his kind of redemption yeah I couldn't do anything with Cincinnati for 12 seasons but hey I'm going to go here with the Cowboys when they need me the most with their backup quarterback I'm going to go and try and win us this division. He's been real lackluster. Mike McCarthy's been the worst hire of a coach of all times. And um, Adam Gates has a job. So that's speaking a lot, a lot. Um, and then Ezekiel Elliott's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Uh, let's skip over to Ezek now. I mean, he had 18 carries for 77 yards, no touchdowns, still not being the main focal point of this Cowboys offense, which I think he should be. Um, yeah, so 77 yards, it may look good, but look what the Ravens did rushing. I mean, folks, this is truly astounding. Gus Edward leading rusher for the, for the Ravens, seven carries, seven carries for 101 yards. He averaged 14 yards a carry. Lamar Jackson, 13 carries for 94 yards. He was the second leading rusher, and he scored a touchdown. J.K. Dobbins, third leading rusher, 11 carries for 71 yards, and then we finally have Mark Ingram, probably the most experienced, best back that they have, and he's the fourth leading rusher uh, for only 28 yards on six carries, so they were absolutely obliterating, obliterating the Cowboys. The Cowboys had no game plan for it, even with extra time, even with Mike McCarthy, you know, saying that he's a good coach and all that. The man is trash he cannot coach how are you not prepared for a Ravens rushing attack folks were you trying to make uh, were you just expecting Lamar Jackson to throw for 300 yards he doesn't do that he's never done that Cowboys man absolutely pitiful um, I mean, look at these leading receivers. Marquise Brown was the leading receiver for the for the Ravens with 39 yards. I mean, folks, they do not pass the ball. This is the game that the Ravens do. We're read option. We're real quick up to the line. Misdirection, we can either go left, up the middle, or right, or, you know, kind of in between any direction on any given play. It's your chance to kind of figure it out. And when you do figure it out, we're just going to kind of take that read option, and we're going to keep it the next time. Oh, you're biting on it. Oh, we're going to keep it again. Oh, you finally figured out that we're going to keep it, then we're handing it off. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And the Ravens, when they run it to perfection, you cannot stop it. When everything goes right for this Ravens team, it's one of the most deadliest offenses in the league. I would put Chiefs number one offense when everything's going right, you cannot stop them. And then the Ravens, when everything's going right for their, for their offense, you can't stop them either, folks. So, I mean, it's real fun to watch, and we finally got to watch it on primetime TV. 
and Lamar Jackson was coming uh, coming off of COVID. You couldn't beat the Ravens with Lamar Jackson recovering from COVID. You let this man put up 100 yards through the air and 94 yards on the ground. The man was looking great. The man was looking great. He was looking in better condition than most of the Cowboys players was. And this man was coming off of COVID. It kills people. Wild, 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 wild. So that's how bad the Cowboys are. They cannot beat Lamar Jackson coming off of COVID. He was looking faster. He was looking more athletic than literally every single Cowboys player out there. All right, let's go to the Cowboys stats now. I mean, nothing great. Andy Dalton still throwing it 45-plus times. I don't understand why. Run the ball with Zeke. Do more of a style what the Titans are doing, what they do. Uh, but they don't do that, and I think they should be doing that. Um, Andy Dalton, 31 of 48 for 285 yards, 31 completions with 285 yards. That's stink and dunk, folks. Uh, two touchdowns, one pick. Let's see where his pick came. His pick came in the second quarter, not really driving either. And what do the Ravens do? They cash in with a touchdown, folks. They cash in the touchdown. One play, 38 yards. That's all they need. Cowboys, I mean, shit, they can't even score a touchdown on four four plays on short field. Let's watch this play real quick from the Ravens. The one play off of a turnover, and this is Lamar Jackson throwing the ball, and he is wide open. Everybody's playing the run, folks. That's what happens when the run game is that good. You, everybody plays it, and then you hit him with the play action, and it's wide open every time. That's why this Ravens offense is so unstoppable when everything is going right. Look at that, folks. Just slips, just slips out there. Everybody's playing zone. Everybody's expecting the run. Get beat by the pass. Very well done. Very well done. <clears throat> Alrighty, the Cowboys made this run really not competitive. Let's see where their final seven points came from. Or hang on, we we gotta start or we gotta finish these stats real quick. Um, so we said Andy Dalton, 285 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. We just saw the pick. Ezekiel Elliott, we already said it, 18 carries for 77 yards, no touchdown. Um, all right, then we got these receivers. Michael Gallup was the leading receiver for the Cowboys. Seven receptions for 86 yards and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, 46, and then we go down from there. So the passing attack, nothing too great. He was spreading the ball around pretty well. I mean, this is pretty impressive for Andy Dalton. I'll give him this. Um, he has one, two, three, four, five receivers, five different receivers, all with 40-plus uh, yards. So that's actually pretty good. I will give Andy Dalton that. Um, unfortunately, it didn't lead to any points. As we see, 10 points out of the 17 coming off of short fields uh the field goal coming you know starting on baltimore's 34 yard line and their touchdown starting on baltimore's 28 yard line so let's see where these final seven points finally came from their last score came <clears throat> really their last possession here. They're starting in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left they finally start on their 25 yard line but at this point at this point, they're down 27. They're down 27-10 with eight minutes left. The game is over at this point, and finally, the Ravens' defense is just backing off a little bit. We'll let you have the underneath routes. We're not letting go anything deep go, and they have to go 12 plays, 72 yards, four minutes. I mean, that's a longer drive, folks. A lot of plays, a lot of short dink and dunk. Just try to hope something breaks, and it finally wore down the Ravens' defense because they're not pressing any. They're not pressing too much. And what do the Ravens do out of straight? Dis 
disrespect and I absolutely love it. They're like, hey, hey, hang on. You're trying to get back into this game. You still think this game is competitive? Then we're going to still be competitive. Ravens are like, hey, you just went, you just went, you just took four minutes off the clock to be down by 10. We're going to take one minute off the, or two minutes off the clock, half your time, and then double up your score to make it even look like you weren't even prepared for this game. That's exactly what they do. So I love it. I love it. I love it. They missed last week. Absolutely play until the last whistle. Score as many touchdowns as you can. You have a week to make up for last week with all your players not playing. So I absolutely love what the Ravens did. Piling it on. The Cowboys deserve it. They deserve to lose by, I mean, 40 points, folks. This Cowboys team is absolutely garbage. Absolutely garbage. Alrighty, that was Tuesday night football. How crazy. Finally, Tuesday game, and it kind of lived up to its expectations. Watching that Ravens, I mean, that's a treat, folks. Watching the Ravens play offensively, that is a treat. Alrighty, so with all of that out of the way, let's get into our main topic today, which is our Wednesday film study. We question some narratives, try to you know keep tabs on some quarterbacks, some teams, <clears throat> some narratives that we've been tracking. Watch it. How are we feeling today going into week 14? Is it going to change our minds at all on any of these teams? Let's find out right now. In the first game that we are going to be looking at, it's Saints-Falcons. And folks, we have to keep eyes on Taysom Hill. I mean, he's going to be starting this week most likely. So, so yes, absolutely. We still have to watch this man play. So we're Andy's got finally got passing touchdowns. We can watch absolutely fantastic. So we're gonna watch two, uh, or we're gonna watch both of Taysom Hill's passing touchdown drives. See how he's looking. We know the legs are explosive. We're still hoping the accuracy is still there. We know that we. I mean, we see in the stats that he's still going to his actual wide receiver. So that's fantastic. Um, how many passes did he have in this game? 37. He passed the ball 37 times. Fantastic as well. So we'll get a lot to see what Taysom Hill's doing in this game. They only put up 21 points. That's a little concerning, but they're on the road against a division opponent who they've already faced. So we're not putting too much stake in it. And, I mean, this is the second time that the Falcons have seen Taysom Hill in you know live action game mode. So yes, they're you know they're definitely going to shut it down a little bit more because they've seen what he does already. All right, so we're not penalizing the Saints too much for only putting up 21 points. All right, so let's cue this one up. Their first passing touchdown drive came in the first quarter. 10 minutes, 34 seconds left in the first quarter, so we can go and cue up this play and see what it looks like. See what Taysom Hill has got for us this week. We're hoping it's good. We love to watch this man play. All righty, let's get this play queued up. First quarter, 1040-something, 1024. Sounds good. All right, let me make sure I've got the right one. This is first quarter. Yep, 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 yep. We are all good. All right, here we go. Taysom Hill. Passing touchdown drive. Let's watch this. They start the drive with a play-action pass, and pressure's coming into his face, and he leaves this ball a little short. Um, so definitely got to clean that up a little bit. I understand why it's going to come up short. I mean, this is a free a free defender coming at the quarterback. So tries to dump it off a little bit. This is kind of a setup kind of screen out to the right. Just leaves it a little short because he's getting, he's getting hawked down by a free rusher. Never a good sign. Alrighty, second down and 10. They go with the handoff. Picks up about three or four. All right, third and seven. Let's see Taysom Hill pick up this first down. He goes deep. 
Oh, bailed out with the little bit of interception that could have been. And are they going to get bailed out by a flag? It looks like the defender went very low on this man. And they looks like they're going to get uh, roughing the quarterback. And I kind of agree. I mean, the man went straight for this man's legs. You cannot go below the knees when you're going after the quarterback, folks. You will get that call every single time. So Taysom Hill felt the pressure a little bit and just slung the ball. Luckily, they dropped the pick. Luckily, you know, they get bailed out with the roughing the passer. We're going to see it right here, folks. I mean, straight up to the knee. That is very low, folks. I agree with the call. Can't go that low. But I don't like that Taysom Hill was just feeling the pressure and then slung it to where a receiver was not even anywhere close to. So I don't really like that. Is Taysom Hill getting too comfortable? I don't know. We'll see if this continues. Um, all right. So they get bailed out by the penalty there. Not great. <clears throat> Don't want to see you get really bailed out on a touchdown drive, and then he just gets absolutely brought down. Look at this Atlanta defense stepping up. I mean, they just come right up the middle right there. Just absolutely beats the left guard. How embarrassing. <laughs> how embarrassing. All right. Let's see how he responds. Now it's second and 20. Taysom Hill is really having to work for this touchdown, I'll tell you. <clears throat> All right. Nice, quick, easy pass there, and it picks up about, oh, my, oh like almost 15. That was great. Go to Michael Thomas. Absolutely. Going to his playmakers. You love to see it. That's why we're so big on Taysom Hill. Here we go. Third and six. Slings it. Tight window. I mean, and he's still going to his wide uh, wide open tight end. Jared Cook. Uh, go, Jared Cook on a crossing route. Tight ends on crossing routes. Take the shot. They should have, you know, the positioning. You box out on basically crossing routes. Get in front of them. And just as soon as the ball gets there, you kind of box out a little bit. Fantastic work there. Alrighty, Taysom Hill still driving. Let's see what we got here. Touchdown should be coming any minute. It was a seven-play drive, I think. Here we go. Taysom Hill drops back. Rolls out to the right, and he sees daylight, folks. And look how fast this man is. Look how quick this man is, folks. It's truly something special. He beats this linebacker right to the edge. Beats him right to the edge. And then he, by beating him to the edge, he picks up another, like, 25 yards. Wow. I'm telling y'all, folks, he is—he has the same likeness as Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray, folks. He's up there. He's up there. And he's got the good arm to go with it. It's, it's special, folks. This man is going to be the new quarterback for the Saints when Drew Brees retires. I can guarantee it. There's no reason to keep Jameis Winston anymore. Taysom Hill doesn't turn the ball over. There's no reason to keep two dual-threat quarterbacks anymore. Jameis Winston, I don't think he'll improve any. Even with all this, you know, kind of training behind Drew Brees and Taysom Hill and learning from Sean Payton and these great receivers and look at this just wide open wide open absolutely wide open this is what the dual threat does the defenses you just get wide open passes wide open receivers because everybody is so timid of you taking off and gashing them gouging them for 40 plus yards so well done Taysom Hill Drive looked a little, you know, a little iffy starting. They get bailed out, and he takes that kind of second chance and it just goes, marches down the field after that. So absolutely fantastic drive there by Taysom Hill. Little bit of a bailout, which we don't like, but he makes up for it with the great run, the great passes, the tight throws, the Jared Cook on the slant. Here, the wide open pass doesn't even need to be accurate. Look how wide open this is. Look at the clean pocket. All the time to throw in the world and puts it absolutely on the money. Even wide open open this man is still you know using his mechanics didn't see him didn't, didn't get bright eyed and overthrows him like we kind of see Baker Mayfield do a little bit so very well done by Taysom Hill great job by Taysom Hill
Alrighty, but that was only one touchdown drive of his. So let's see a second one. Another seven play, 85 yard touchdown drive, kind of similar to what we just saw. This one coming in the second quarter, starting at 451. So we'll cue this one up, and then we'll move on to our next matchup. But we're still buying Taysom Hill 100%. All the Taysom Hill stock needs to be bought up right, right now, folks, right now. Um, when did I say this one was? 451. That's what I thought, and we are right here, 451. Here we go. Saints up 7-6, looking to uh, you know cap off another touchdown. And here we go, folks. Right off the rip, Alvin Kamara gouges for 30 yards. I mean, this is what's so great. They weren't using Alvin Kamara their first two wins with Taysom Hill. Go look at the stats. He barely had any rushing yards. He barely had any receiving yards. And now, finally, when everything's coming together, we're going to use Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill. And now you just can't stop anything, folks. Gouge after gouge. Big play after big play. It's hard to overcome these big plays, folks. They demoralize defenses I mean folks just think when you play Madden and you give up a big play now you're kind of you're kind of you know rattling around you're trying to get back to kind of you know some certainty you don't want to get up another one you don't want to play too conservative but you don't want to play overly aggressive because it burns you folks it truly burns you now just imagine that in real life times 10 <laughs> times 10 here we go Taysom Hill they hand it off again this is what's so good about the Saints team, folks. They don't just rely on the running backs. They just don't rely on the quarterback. Kind of like the Browns offense, multiple faceted. Kind of like the Titans offense, run pass, run pass. Love to see it here. All right, second and five, driving. Can we finally see, can we finally see Taysom Hill pass this time? Yes, we do. Let's see what he's got. Escapes the pressure, just finds a safety route. You love to see that as well. Making the right throws. Oh, and there, uh, what, what's this flag? Who's going to get bailed out here? Sale, Saints get bailed out or Falcons get punished. Drew Brees does not like the call, and it's coming back, folks. So, unfortunately, that little dump off of Taysom Hill does not count. How unfortunate. So, it looks, looks to be holding. Second and 15 now. Taysom Hill backed up, but we know they score a touchdown, so they overcome it. Overcome penalties offensively. Absolutely great. So decent throw here, a little bit too much inside. You see, you know, um, Emmanuel Sanders has to reach back inside a little bit, but he's so wide open that the, the, the inaccuracy of the ball doesn't really affect the play too much. Alrighty, third and eight. Come on, Taysom Hill. Do they actually pick it up this time or do they get bailed out again? I don't want to see another bailout, folks. We already saw it on the one drive. Don't want to see both of their touchdown drives kind of resulting in bailouts. So let's see what we get here. Third and eight after the timeout. Taysom Hill delivers an absolute bullet over the middle of the field folks fantastic does it all himself go that's uh, Emmanuel Sanders folks going to his you know number one receiver Michael Thomas Emmanuel Sanders I'm calling them number one in one 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 a one a I'm calling them both one that's that's the message here they're both fantastic receivers and I think we're gonna have to replay this one ourselves because they're not gonna do it for us so let's see this one one more time. We'll slow it down. I mean, he steps up in the pocket. This man's confident. Look at this kind of three-step drop, and I'm going to fling it over the middle. Gets the knife on it to go over the linebacker jumping and finds that soft spot in the zone and places it absolutely perfectly, folks. This is a beautiful pass. I mean, we have to watch this one more time. Watch this linebacker jump and try to tip it. He's this close of it. It's this linebacker right here. 
Very close, but hey, Taysom Hill put enough air under it to get it over him, and that's what we love to see. The accuracy, the precision that Taysom Hill throws this ball with is absolutely fantastic, folks, truly. Alrighty, here we go. After the two-minute warning now, Taysom Hill, let's cap this off, baby. Let's see what we get. Oh, little read option. And he gets about six, seven yards. Well done, Taysom Hill. Oh, my goodness. If this team starts to run the read option like they do up in Baltimore, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? They'd be putting up like 50 points every game. You would not be able to stop it with these receivers along with the read option. Oof, that'd be something serious. Plus, they have Latavius Murray and Elvin Kamara, so they can definitely do it. They've got multiple running backs. They've got the quarterback to do it with. Here it is, kind of another kind of, you know, read option. The jet sweep is fake, but it's a quarterback keeper. Getting a little too cute here. Try to do a back-to-back -back plays. Falcons sniff it out, and they get nothing. All righty, third and three. I think this is what we're going to get, folks. This is a seven-play drive. We're getting up there. This could be the seventh play. Let's see what we get. Third and three. Taysom Hill. Let's see the strike to the end zone, baby. Let's see another touchdown pass. Let's see what we get. Drops back. Stops up in the pocket. Oh, yes. You know these, these are going to be completions the way that this man steps up in the pocket. Look at the confidence on these kind of like three-step drops. One, two, step up in the pocket and fling it over the middle. It's confidence, folks. When he steps up in the pocket like that, it's going to be a completion. Puts it right on the money. Once again, going to Jared Cook in the end zone. Fantastic. He's got the size. He's got the width. He's got the, he's got the weight to box out anybody. And they draw this play up to perfect, perfection. And we'll get a great look at it right here on this replay so Jared Cook just gonna go run a post route just kind of sit in that soft zone wide open wide open well done and Taysom Hill knows it and he recognizes it and that's why we love it folks Taysom Hill he's still endorsed by us we love Taysom Hill 100% and whoever the Saints are facing this week doesn't even matter we'll take them we're gonna take them our early pick of the week we haven't even looked I haven't even looked at the lines I don't even really know the matchups this week either so I'm taking the Saints against whoever we'll swallow whatever points we'll take whatever points Saints all day this week that's all we needed to see Taysom Hill being good folks Alrighty, <clears throat> let's go to some bad quarterback play here. Um, uh, Lions, Bears, and we have to watch Mitch Trubisky crumble and throw away millions of dollars on a potential contract he will never get anymore. How unfortunate. So, we'll start here. We're going to watch Mitch Trubisky fumble the ball, and then we're going to watch his attempt to try and overcome that fumble with a game-winning touchdown drive of his own. So, we'll watch both of these. Mitch Trubisky, he's officially done. He's done. 100%. Stick a fork in him. He's done. He'll probably never start in the league if he starts again. It's going to be working his way up from a backup to a starting position. They have to wait for the starting quarterback to get injured or get traded or be not good and worse than he is, which is kind of hard to do, unfortunate. Um, so we'll start here. We'll watch this fumble drive. Mitch Trubisky, man, he had this game. He had this game, and he blew it. He blew it. He blew it himself. I don't want to hear, you know, this was Mitch Trubisky's best game, and they put up 30 points. I don't care. It was against the Lions, who just fired their head coach, and then Mitch Trubisky beefs it in the fourth quarter with, like, three minutes left. Come on. This is all on him. Don't want to hear it anymore. Stop making excuses for players that don't deserve excuses to be made for. If, you ha if you're not winning, if you're not consistently competing at a high level, I'm sorry. Like, this, this isn't a knock on any player 
player in in particular, but this is just goes to overall. If you're not winning games, this is what the job is: professional ath athlete competing at the highest level. And if you cannot win games at the highest level, it's unfortunate. Then you don't belong there. And I, I'm sorry, I don't want to bash any players. I don't want to knock anybody. Everybody's grinding. Everybody's getting money. I understand, but at the at the end of the day, winning is all that matters. And Mitch Trubisky can't do it, folks. Taysom Hill can do it. Taysom Hill's winning. Taysom Hill's a winner. I take Taysom Hill over Mitch Trubisky any day. I don't think that's an argument, but I'm I'm saying it. Um, so let's get these plays queued up. Um, two minutes, thirteen seconds left in the fourth quarter. It looks like Mitch Trubisky starts to fumble the ball. Not good, man. Not even playing a flawless game. Come on, come on, come on. Play a clean game from start to finish. Multiple touchdowns, good good amount of yards, no turnovers. Let's see that, Mitch. So here we go. Let's set up the scene real quick. First and 10, Lions have all three timeouts. So expect the Bears to run the ball a lot. I mean, this is just, you know, what you would do in this situation. Bears run the ball probably on three straight downs. Make the Lions eat up those timeouts. Hopefully you pick up the first. You pick up one first. The game's pretty much over. So let's see what the Bears do here. Bears are up 30-27 to 27 with two minutes and 13 seconds left on the clock. As I said, Lions have all three of their timeouts. Bears are starting at their own 11. So deep in their own uh, territory. So the first play is a run, and it picks up about three. Fantastic. That's what you're looking for. Pick up three, three, and then you just need a four on that last run, and you win the game. So here we go, second and seven. What do they do here? Two-minute warning just happened. Lions still have all three of their timeouts. Mitch Trubisky goes back to pass. Oh, my goodness. He didn't fumble on this play. He takes off with it. And it's a good decision. Um, takes off with it, secures the ball, runs, um, you know, runs up the middle, and picks up about three yards again. So it's like third and two now. It's third and short. Lions use a timeout. All right, here we go. Lions take a timeout. Now it's third and four. Bears need four yards. What do they do here? Mitch Trubisky goes back to pass. They're trying to win the game now, but what happens? He's careless with the ball, folks. What the heck is this? Doesn't feel the pressure coming on his blind side. Man just gets beat and strips the ball out of Matt or uh, Mitch Trubisky's hands, folks. I mean, this is 100% on him. Not having pocket awareness. I mean, this should be said a thousand times. Do not turn the ball over. Do not throw an interception. Do not fumble the ball. Go down. Just take the sack if you need to. Make them force that timeout. But don't you dare turn over the ball here in this situation. And what does Mitch Trubisky do? He, move, he turns over the ball. We'll get a great look at it here. Careless with the ball. Not feeling feeling the pressure does the one thing you're not supposed to do on this play I don't care what you do throw it away if you have to if that happens you know we'll live with it but at least we get to punt it away at least we get it to punt it away yes as clock stops but at least we didn't turn the ball over Mitch Trubisky literally could have done anything else on this play unfortunately fumbles and unfortunately here 74 couldn't recover it and man oh man Folks, folks, you ha you're up. You've got 30 points. Just sit on the lead. Damn it, Mitch. Damn it, Mitch. Alrighty, let's see him try to come back now. Is he looking good? Is he putting in any effort? Is he looking good? I mean, this could be a major kind of, you know, maybe we buy him a little bit more if he's looking good on this drive, but if he's just kind of giving in, throwing in the towel, not looking good here, then, you know, we throw him out even more. We sell our Mitch Trubisky stock even more. So let's start it here, a minute and 37. Let's see what we get. 
this final drive by the Bears. Now they're down four, and you have to count on Mitch Trubisky to go the entire length of the field for a touchdown. I mean, they're starting on their own 25, folks. This is not good starting field position. So let's watch Mitch Trubisky work. Here we go. It's a nice setup pass. Get him comfortable. I love the play call. Absolutely good drive starting pass. Dump it off right over the middle. Picks up about 15 yards. They get a flag tacked onto this. What are they going to call? Probably face mask. Whatever it is, personal foul on the defense. Wish I had the sound on. I don't really know what they called there. Yeah, face mask about. About a face mask. That's what I would, That's what I kind of saw live. All right, so here we go. First and 10. Now, I mean, now they're in great field position. Look at this. Mitch Trubisky um, across midfield. Absolutely. Gets on the run. Tight end. Tries to dump it off there. Only picked up a yard. Couldn't get out of bounds either. So let's see what they do. They are not using their timeout. They've still got one left. Mitch Trubisky is trying to get everybody up to the field. Get the play called. Good urgency there. Well done. Get everybody right back on the line. Ready to run another play. And they go over the middle again. And it picks up about 15 again. So it's working. It's working. I like the play calling. I mean, they have time now. They're over midfield. So I've got no problem. I mean, there's plenty of time in this game. So, yes, go over the middle of the field. They can use the entirety, the entirety, the entirety of the field. All right. Mitch Trubisky drops back to pass. Once again, they go over the middle again. I, I would use a timeout right here. I would use it right here. They're not going to. Don't like this call. Don't like this call. Use the timeout because now we're starting to get down there with the clock. Now we're starting to get into 30 seconds and, you know, before you're at 50. So let's see what they do here. Second and five with 20 seconds left. They take a shot. Mm, I kind of like the shot. I, I, I like the pass. Let's see if we can see it in the replay. Um, I don't know if this one was thrown too much out of, out of bounds, but this looks like a pretty good back shoulder fade here. I think this is a good ball, folks. I think the receiver, ah, maybe a little too high, not a bounds, but the receiver looked like he could have made a better attempt at it. I can't tell if that was a bad pass or not. I think it was a decent pass. All right, here we go. Clock is stopped. They've still got one timeout, third and five. Come on, Mitch. Let's see what they get here. Oh, yeah, one-step drop receiver beats the defender, but he doesn't pick up the first down. He goes out of bounds. So this isn't all on Mitch Trubisky here on this drive. He just goes out of bounds short of the first down. Now it's going to be fourth and one, and they have to pick it up on this play. Look at this. Get upfield. I know you want to get out of bounds, but come on, find the marker. You're staring right at it. You're staring right at the marker, and you don't even pick it up. So now we get fourth and one. Game on the line. Timeout, 16 seconds left on the 19 of Detroit. And they go and hand it off? They don't even pick up the first. Oh, I don't like that call at all. I don't like that. I get that, you know, you pick it up on the run and you use the timeout. And that, now you've got two chances at the end zone. I get it. I get it. I don't like the call, though. I don't like to run it in this situation at all. Mm, mm. So Mitch Trubisky, he tried his hardest. He tried his hardest. To try and make up for it. So maybe we buy it, buy back a little bit of our Mitch Trubisky Scott, but a very small amount because he still made the mistake in the first place. He still made the mistake in the first place. So that's good. You blow a 10 point lead. Let's get the official on this. They blow a 10 point lead. How much time they got left? All right, here we go. They blow a 10 point lead. 
with how much time left on the clock? With four minutes and 33 seconds left on the clock, they're up 10, and that's when the Lions go and use, you know, go down and score a touchdown, but they chew two minutes off the clock. So, I mean, this is this is a total collapse by the Lions, and, or by the Bears, I mean. Mitch Trubisky, not good, not good. Alrighty, let's move on to our next matchup here, and we're going to be looking at the Bengals and Dolphins, and all we're going to look at is Tua's third quarter touchdown drive. This is perfect, folks. Really, Tua in the third quarter. Let's look at these drives in the third quarter by Tua. We're not going to watch them all. We're, we're, we'll watch one, but let's talk about them. Look at these long plays, long drives, long total minutes, stringing together great drives. So here we go in the third quarter. This is going to be the one we'll watch. The touchdown drive, eight plays, 80 yards in three minutes and 25 seconds. First drive out of halftime. Their next drive after that is a 10-play, 70-yard, four-minute drive. Fantastic drive. And in a field goal unfortunately got to cash in on those touchdowns um and then the next drive once again results in a field goal but 12 plays 46 yards five minutes 31 seconds so these are pretty good drives here eating up a lot of clocks scoring points a lot of plays sustainable drives something that we can definitely um you know buy into so let's watch Tua here we'll keep tabs on them we'll just watch this one drive third quarter start of the third quarter first drive let's watch Tua work a little bit how is he looking? Is he getting better? How is he looking? He went 80 yards, so that's that's a good sign there. That's what we want to see. He had about 100 yards passing in the first half and about 200 yards in the second half. So you see the despair, the discrepancy. You see the total difference between the first half and second half. And hopefully we can try to highlight some of his best plays, what he can do, what his you know potential is. Hopefully we can see it here. So here we go. Dolphins down 6-7, start of the third quarter, starting on their own 25-yard line. They run a little bit of the read option, and they quick strike it to the tight end in the flats. Picks up about five. So good pass there, right on target. You love to see that. Alrighty, before the second and five play, they get a flag. Looks like it's coming back. False start. So now it's second and ten. Two uh oh my yo, look at this pass, folks. This is a great ball. Let's see if we get a better look on the replay here. But this is a very tight window that he forces the ball into, and that's what we know Tua can do. He's got great accuracy and he's got great position uh precision with the ball. I mean, folks, look at this. I think we actually get a better look here. We'll slow it down here. Look at how tight of a window he fits that ball into. Very, very tight. Love it. Love it. Great throw there. And it picks up about 15. So absolutely fantastic. Picks up the first. Picks up more. Alrighty. Next play after the first down pickup. Let's see what we get. A little bit of a handoff. And it picks up about one. Alright. Running attack is not there so far. Second and nine, Tua drop back. Oh, yeah, great pass again going to uh, what is it, Devontae Parker. Very well done. Another tougher throw here. Look at this one. Nice little zone here. Fits it right into this window. Not as tight as the other one, but still a pretty you know tighter window to put the ball into. And he does it to perfection, folks. The accuracy of Tua, that's his strength. That's his strength, truthfully. Alrighty, here we go. And he's throwing the ball down the field, not dinking and dunking. Another green flag for Tua. Here we go. They run the ball again. Nice, nice healthy mix of pass and run. That's what you have. You got to be balanced in this league, folks. Unless you're the Ravens. Then you don't. <laughs> and you still win. So, 
There's always exceptions to the rule, and the Ravens are that exception to the rule. Here we go. Empty backfield on second and seven. Tua buys time in the pocket, escapes, and then throws on the run. And beautifully done. Beautifully done. Look at this man rolling to the left, buys time, feels the pocket, collapse, gets out of the pocket, buys time. Look at this man throw on the run. An absolute dart, an absolute dime on the money, on the run. Fantastic work. All right, let's see this man cap it off in the end zone. Hopefully we get a passing touchdown. Let's see what we get here. You see Tua in the, yep, this is his go-to move, folks. The goal line fade. They run it all the time. Whenever they are within really kind of um, 10 yards inward, they'll run this goal line fade. If they have a one-on-one -on -one matchup with literally anybody, Tua's going to throw this one, and he always places it in the perfect positions. Let's watch this one. High and away, right over the corner. You saw the corner jump for it and couldn't even get a fingertip on it. This was kind of broken up, I think, by Devontae Parker. I think it kind of hit his hand weird and kind of flown off. Maybe the defender did get a hand on it but it's tipped away there's no chance at an interception really only chance that Devontae Parker catching it or an incomplete pass and that's why Tua throws these that's why they trust Tua so much to throw these back shoulder fades I mean folks I mean we can do it uh, once again here it is the one-on-one -on -one matchup not even a back shoulder fade this is just kind of one-on-one -on -one matchup Tua throws it perfectly folks that's why they do it consistently if you watch a Dolphins game watching the entirety of one Dolphins game anytime we're in the red zone that's all we kind of do four straight plays of back shoulder fade back shoulder fade back shoulder fade back shoulder fade if we make it we got seven if we don't unfortunate but we give our receivers a chance we make our quarterback make that pass and he makes it every single time folks it's it's truly great where he places this ball high and away if it gets incomplete that's fine but it's not getting picked it's not getting tipped for a turnover places it perfectly beautifully done all right so that's all we wanted to do on this one just kind of keep tabs on two a little bit We'll talk about the goal line fade that we just did. So, great. We talked about everything there. I did want to mention that goal line fade, and it's perfect that it was, you know, lined up perfectly with our highlight package. So, well done by us. Well done. Um, all right. We can move off that now. Let's go to Jags and Vikings. And, folks, we are too invested on Mike Lennon, so we have to keep tabs on this man. We did our investigative pick on him. We loved him. We loved him. Um, we took the 10. Plus 10, they lose by three. Fantastic. But now we have to kind of keep tabs on him again because I think they're going to be playing. He's going to be starting pretty much for the rest of the season, folks. So Mike Lennon, he giveth and Mike Lennon taketh away. And that's what we're going to look at here. In the fourth quarter, this man goes down on a 10-play, 80-yard, 2-minute, 42-second drive to tie up the game at 24, and then he gets the ball in overtime, and he throws an interception, and they lose. So we're going to watch the touchdown, the good, and we're going to watch the interception, the bad. We'll kind of see, is he still throwing high? That's been our one knock on him. He airs the ball. The ball just catches too much air under it, and it's a lot of overthrow. So has he cleaned that up a little bit? We'll check that out. Are we still buying Mike Lennon? Are we still buying this? Jacksonville offense let's find out and we'll start here in the fourth quarter on a game tying Mike Lennon touchdown drive let's watch it so starting at three minutes and 50 seconds in the fourth quarter let's see what we get here I want Mike Lennon to do good I wanted him to win this game truthfully we buy into Mike Lennon we buy Mike Lennon here on takes by fans folks Alrighty, three I think I said 310 no did I say 350 I must have said 350. So let's go to 350 then. Here we go. Yeah, Jaguars down 16 to 24. Three minutes and 50 seconds left starting on their own 25-yard line. Let's see what we get here. Mike Glennon drops back the pass. Strike over the middle for five yards. Yes, sir. 
Great drive starter, absolutely. And now they're going up-tempo a little bit. Look at them push the pace. Love to see that as well. Nice. Felt the pressure coming. Deliver the ball to a safety net, and the safety net picks up the first down. Fantastic. Stay cool, calm, collected in the pocket, and good things happen. And we see that with Mike Lennon. Cool as a cucumber. That should be his nickname. Cucumber Glennon. <laughs> cucumber Glennon. Cucumber Mike. You, you decide that. <laughs> you decide that one. All right, here we go. Mike Lennon, once again, just dumps it off kind of wide open. Give what the defense takes, or get, take what the defense gives you. All righty, they pick up the first down. Mike Lennon again. They are going up-tempo here. I absolutely love it here. I mean, four minutes left. You don't need to go too much up-tempo. Now we get a ban. Oh, no! Mike Lennon with the absolute perfect pass, I think. I think this is good. I think this was absolutely on target. Let's see if we get a replay of it. I mean, folks, to get this in the space that he did, in the accuracy, I'm pretty sure he meant to put this ball exactly where it went. Are we going to get an... Oh, we're not going to get a replay of this? We're going to have to do it ourselves, it looks like. We'll give it one more chance. Yeah, they're not going to replay this. All right, let's watch this one more time. We'll slow it down. Here we go. Mike Glennon airs it out. This ball is looking perfectly thrown, folks. Look at this right over the top of the corner. Oh, just outreached, and I don't know if this went through his hands or if it's just a little bit too low and underthrown. But other, you know, either way, this is a good ball, giving your receiver a chance with no harm of being intercepted. That's a great ball to place it over the uh, the cornerback like that. Great ball, unfortunately incomplete. Alrighty, Mike Glennon, it's not going to phase him though because we know he scores a touchdown on this drive, folks. So not getting phased by that incompletion there on first down. They come back second and 10. Mike Glennon dumps it off for about nine big yards. Love to see it. Now it's third and manageable, folks. Third and one, you can run it here if you wanted to. Let's see what they do. But first we get the two-minute warning. So very well done. I mean, they went from three minutes and 50 seconds to the two-minute warning getting all the way to midfield. So that's that's good, and they've got a couple of timeouts, I believe. So very well done. Great clock management, great play calling, great drive starters here for Mike Lennon, everybody getting them comfortable because now it's game time. Two minutes left. After the two-minute warning, we're at midfield. Fresh set of downs, or third and one coming up to fresh set of downs. Three timeouts. Everything's looking beautifully here, folks. Oh, and what do they do? What do they do? Classic, classic, classic. How do I have announcer jinx when the game is already over? Absolutely wild. So, little false start here on the line. Got to back him up now. Not good. Third and six. Mike Lennon, we trust you, though. In Mike Lennon, we trust. Let's see if he can pick this up. Third and six, or is it going to go to fourth down? Let's see. Third and six drops back to pass, and he's going all the way down the field. Look at him go. The confidence that this man has. I'm telling you, they take the deep shots throughout the entire game. It doesn't matter. Even on third and six, when you're only looking to pick up that first down, they're gunning it, folks. I love the play calling. I love the aggressiveness that they play with. That's why we'll take Jags plus 10 any day of the week with Mike Lennon at quarterback. And this is a beautifully thrown ball. I mean, look at this. Right. I mean, it's to the sideline where the receiver can only get it. This man's got some great accuracy, folks. He's got some great instincts with the ball. Alrighty, here we go. Inside the 30, Mike Lennon in the wheels. The wheels. It picks up about nine, maybe 10. We'll see with the official spot, but nice set of wheels there. Nothing great. He's not going to beat anybody to the corner, but when it's wide open, yeah, he's going to take it. I don't even know what his comp would be in the in the running game. Um, I wouldn't say Tannehill because Tannehill is a little bit quicker. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Matthew Stafford. 
a little quicker than Matt Stafford. We'll see. We'll see. We've only we only saw it once, so that's kind of what we saw in the first look. Kind of comparable to the run game with uh, Matt Stafford. So here we go. Second and seven. Wow, they marked him out a lot sooner than I thought. Oh my God, Mike Lennon, this man. Oh, he's impressed me so much. I haven't even seen an overthrow yet. Look at this ball, folks. The placement, the accuracy, the greatness, the great catch fits it in that zone where three defenders are all, you know, clamping down on it and he places it absolutely on the money. Damn, Mike Lennon. He hasn't looked this good, folks. And we've watched him on like two different occasions. Damn, he hasn't looked this good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Way too early pick again. We'll take whatever the Jaguars are getting this week. Whatever, However many points they are getting, I'm, I'm sure they're getting. They're 1 in 10. I'm sure they're getting points. So whatever they're getting, we'll take it. Lock it in right now. We, we believe in Mike Lennon. Fantastic. Now they're starting to run the ball on the goal line. Absolutely. Second and goal. I would love to see Mike Lennon sling this ball, kind of a back shoulder fader right over the middle, or go in and run it in himself. I want to see Mike Lennon get the credit for the touchdown. Let's see. They run it again. Looks like he might get in there. They call a touchdown there. Looks like they, yeah, they do. They do call a touchdown. So rushing touchdown. And they got to go for the two-point conversion. I forgot all about this. Remember last week when Mike Lennon was going for the two-point conversions, he tried it twice and missed both of them. Let's see. He's got his chance to make up for it right now. Oh, man. Absolute bonus footage of Mike Lennon scoring a two-point conversion. We know they get it. Hopefully, it's Mike Lennon's the one that's doing the passing because he, he failed on the last two from last week. All righty. Here we go. This should be a hero. Mike Lennon, game-tying two-point conversion on the road. How much more intense, how much more clutch can this man get? Let's watch. Let's watch. Here we go. Mike Lennon over the middle. Boom. We got to watch this one more time. It was a little grainy on my end. Internet's lagging a little bit. And once again, we replay it. It goes clear as soon as he catches the ball, but we see the clear picture here. Right in the middle, wide open zone, finds it, strike, bullet, over the middle. Mike Lennon, very well done. Um, unfortunately, they lose this game, and we're going to have to see the bad. We're going to have to see the bad of Mike Lennon. We tried not to, but uh, you know, you have to. when there's this much good, there's got to be a little bad, right? So here we go. Let's watch the overtime interception. I mean, when you don't start with the ball and you finally get the ball in overtime, you better go down and win the game, folks. This is the second time in the last, what, two, three weeks where um, the team really kind of beefs it in overtime. Who was it the first time? Um, the Green Bay. That's who I'm thinking of. They got the ball first. They fumble it. Now Mike Lennon, he has a chance, but he throws an interception. Darn it. So let's see this. This is going to crush me. This is going to crush me watching Mike Lennon throw this pick. Hopefully it's not 100% his fault. I would like to see a nice little tip. You know, like a nice little tip up in the air. Just kind of hangs around a little bit. I don't want to see a bad read, and I don't want to see an overthrow. Um, I think we do get the overthrow, though. All righty. Here it is. This is a good ball. That's a good ball. That should have been caught. That's a tight throw. And he places it absolutely once again on the money. Money Mike. Money Mike Glennon. Instead of what do we call him? Cucumber Mike? It's Money Mike. Money Mike Glennon. That's his that's his nickname. <laughs> Alrighty, here we go. Second and ten. Let's see what we get from Mike Glennon. Here we go. They hand it off. Picks up about two. Now we get third and eight. And did we watch this yesterday? I think we watched this this yesterday on the show. This is an overthrow, I believe. To the left. 
to the left middle of the field. They try to air it out here on third and nine. Kind of left toward the middle of the field. Overthrow pick. Not good. Damn it. Damn it, money, Mike. Here it is. Goes over the middle. Little bit overthrown. Little bit too much inside. Ball gets away from him there. And it is truly unfortunate. Vikings go on and take this ball down. They march it down and they uh, settle for a game-winning field goal. So Mike Glennon giveth and Mike Glennon taketh away. I mean, folks, that drive, that was fantastic. The two-point conversion was fantastic. But then we get an overthrow. The classic, the overthrow of Mike Glennon always creeps in, in games, folks. So you got to watch out for that. That's why we like 10 points when we're talking about the Jags, not just kind of one possession, three or seven. We want the full 10 when we're, when we're talking about the Vikings or when we're talking about the Jags. Alrighty, unfortunate, Mike Lennon. Maybe we're not buying him too much this week. Damn it, Mike. All right. Alrighty, let's go to Browns and Titans. And folks, folks, we have to praise this man. We have to watch some Baker Mayfield. We haven't watched him all season. And he finally put up a great game here in the first half. And we're going to watch him. Um, what do we got here on the notes? We got um, two two drives here. May only watch one. We'll see. We're going to kind of watch some of these longer drives so just so we get a full sense of what Baker Mayfield is doing in this offense. So we'll take this nine-play touchdown, and then if we still want to see more, if, we want to, if we're clamoring more of Baker Mayfield, then we'll watch the 11-play touchdown drive. If we think we've seen enough, if everything you know is finally kind of good and we feel comfortable, then we'll just watch the one. But we'll start it here on the nine-play touchdown drive starting at 7.51 in the first quarter. So let's get this queued up. Watch a, lot of, watch a little Baker Mayfield. I mean, everybody's been clowning this man. I mean, we kind of clowned him a little bit, not too much. Uh, but this man's been clowned his entire career. So, I mean, when we finally get can kind of, you know, put him on, you know, a highlight package and kind of just, you know, appreciate what he's done and his greatness, we obviously have to take it. So, here we go, 751. They're already up 3 nothing. A little bit of a false start here. Baker Mayfield sacrifices his body and jumps in the pile and gets on the ball. Well done. Heart of a lion. Heart of a champion right there, Baker Mayfield has. I mean, we saw Cam Newton do that in the Super Bowl and kind of pull away from it. Make of it what you will, folks. I just say the facts that have happened. You put them together. All right, here we go. First and 15, Baker Mayfield, play action pass. This is kind of a setup screen. Um, so, you know, great ball placement by Baker Mayfield, but not really all on Baker Mayfield. Nick Chubb doing most of the work. Play calling doing most of the work. Is that what we're going to get on this highlight package? Just the play calling is good and not really Baker Mayfield? Hopefully not, but we'll see here. Alrighty, then we're going to get uh, first and 10 off the first down run, and or off the first down screen, and they run it again off the right side, and it picks up nine yards. This running attack was gashing the Titans all day in the first half. The, the Titans had no answer for this Browns offense. I mean, clearly, as they saw, as we saw, the Browns literally score on all of their possessions in the first half. That's not good. <laughs> That's not good defense, I'll tell you that. Alrighty, second and two. And they're driving. Look at that. Two plays, and they're already on the Titans' 29-yard line. Holy cow. Holy cow. All right. They run it again. Titans bottle it up that time. So we're going to get third and two. Ooh, do we get to see a Baker Mayfield completion on third down? Let's see. Let's see. Hopefully. Haven't seen too much of them yet. So, yes, we are clearly going to watch the second drive as well. We got to watch some Baker Mayfield. That's what we're doing. We don't care about the run game. We know the run game is good. It's good every week. We don't get to see good Baker Mayfield slinging it every week. So, here we go. 
Okay, little misdirection. Oh, look at this man. And then he gets the ball passed back to him. And they tack on 15 yards for a roughing the passer of Jarvis Landry, not even Baker Mayfield. But well done by Baker Mayfield getting involved in every facet of the game. He's like, hey, I'll catch. And the way he caught this ball, this is pretty impressive. This is kind of like a catch that Baker Mayfield would want a wide receiver to make so he knows what it's like to be in that situation. He's like, I got to make this one. I got to make this one because if I was throwing this ball, I'd be like, you have to go up and get this ball. And he plays it beautifully. Baker Mayfield should reverse Ryan Tannehill, go from uh, quarterback to wide receiver instead of wide receiver to quarterback. All right. Great, great catch by Baker Mayfield. Well done. All righty. First and 10 now. Let's get this up. Here we go. Come on, Baker. We've only seen him pass once on this drive. We saw him pass once and catch once. Let's see him sling it in here for the touchdown. Nope. They're going to hand it off again. A lot of hands off here. Second and seven. All right, Baker lining up in the shotgun. Let's see if he passes it here. Let's see a, let's see a passing touchdown, Baker. Oh, incomplete. All right. Good kind of ball positioning here. Low and away where only the receiver can go down and make the play. That's what we're big on here. That's what I want to see. Um, so we can get a better angle here. This is kind of just like a hook back. Kind of just find the soft zone in the front of the end zone and sit down there. And Baker Mayfield, oh, the ball gets tipped. Okay. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. So I don't know where Baker Mayfield was trying to place this ball. Um, unfortunate. So here we go. Third and seven now. Baker Mayfield, does he punch it in for a touchdown? Let's see. Third and seven. Baker Mayfield, clean pocket, trying to buy some time. Throws on the run, and this receiver makes an absolutely fantastic catch. Baker Mayfield throws a pretty good ball. Receiver coming back, buying out the, the quarterback, and this is a catch on the sideline. And I want you all to watch this catch because it is truly fantastic. He stays in bounds. It's very close to a touchdown. Watch this catch. Coming back to the ball. Catching it kind of over the pylon. Real, real great catch. Watch it. Boom. And now you don't know, is it a touchdown? Where is it? Very close, but they mark it real, real right at the one-yard line. And they'll have to punch it in on this play. And they go for the run. They say no. Here we go, second and goal from the one. Baker Mayfield pass. Come on, Baker. Sling it to the back of the end zone, and there it is. Very well done. And let's watch Baker Mayfield on this throw. Um, because they do break it down pretty well here. Baker Mayfield, his eyes are pointing to the right this entire time. He snaps back to the left to Jarvis Landry here, I believe. And by that time, that's why the safety is so late. Because Baker Mayfield was watching. His eyes were to the right the entire time. So the safety was shading to the right the entire time. Knows where the route is for Jarvis Landry coming from the left all the way to the middle. Here it is. You'll see it perfectly right here. Snaps it back. Or this is when his eyes already moved back. But you get the point. Eyes come back to the receiver, to Jarvis Landry, and the safety's late because of it. All right. I didn't see enough Baker Mayfield on that one, so we got to go to this one now. Now we got to go to the 11-play drive, and hopefully we can get some good Baker Mayfield passes here. So let's cue this one up. 11-24 in, in the second quarter, and then we'll move on to our next matchup. All righty. Here we go. 11-24. 
Browns have a commanding 24 to 7 lead. Holy cow. Holy moly. Um all right, Baker Mayfield pass or um hands it off on first down. That's good. Alrighty, second and 10. Come on, Baker. I got to see him sling it. Come on. We put you on the cash list. I want to see you sling the ball. <clears throat> He's got three touchdowns up to this point, so this is his last passing touchdown of the game. Setup screen again. Great drive starters for this Browns team. I mean, they run the screen. It picked up, what, like 15? I mean, it picked up, I think, like 30 on the first time on that first drive, and it picks up, you know, 10 in the first down here on this drive. So great drive starters here by uh, the Browns. Kevin Stefanski is doing a great job calling plays here. Very well done. Alrighty, first and 10 after the first down pickup. Baker Mayfield, what do you got for us? Empty backfield, so he's going to sling it. Something that we love. Okay, okay. This ball, not greatly thrown. I would like to see another replay of this. Looked like it was very kind of short. It looked like it was kind of underthrown a little bit. If the defender was actually playing this ball, possibly could have picked it off. Doesn't look like they're going to give us a replay, so we may have to do it ourselves. How unfortunate. They're not going to give us a replay. They don't want to make Baker Mayfield look bad on the replay. So here we go. Let's do it ourselves here. Let's slow this one down. Because I think this is a little underthrown. I mean, these are tough throws to make when it's one-on-one -on -one coverage to get it over the cornerback. They're not easy throws to make. So that's why I praise them so highly when they do get made. So here we go. Baker Mayfield. Let's see if we can break this down. Because I do think this ball is a little short here. little short and a little too much inside you see the receiver having to go and kind of jump over and kind of reach over the defender you kind of don't want that you want the receiver just kind of jump straight up in the air not straight up and over so not a great pass there by Baker Mayfield could have been better I'm saying could have been better <clears throat> Alrighty, here we go second down now Blitz comes, really couldn't pick it up, barely gets it away. And I do believe they call intentional grounding here, even though I think... Oh, no, they don't. Okay. I think they called it a little earlier. All right, Baker Mayfield, third and ten here. Oh, yeah, it goes deep. Very well done. Very well done. Sees him wide open, delivers an absolute bullet there. I mean, just watch like how much velocity is on this ball. He just absolutely slings it there. So well done there. Wide open receiver, but he puts enough, you know, enough on the ball where it gets there before, you know, any defender can get any anywhere near the receiver. Oh, no, they're going to call a penalty here. What do they get? What do they call? They're going to call unnecessary roughness on the defense. Give them more yards. So a little bit bailout here that we've kind of been seeing a little bit. The big thing is that Baker Mayfield didn't turn the ball over. That is the big thing. Although he did because he did fumble in the fourth quarter. But, I mean, interception-wise. <clears throat> All right, just kind of dumps it off here. We're not kind of seeing as much as I wanted to see from Baker Mayfield. I think every other quarterback that we've watched so far has kind of shown me a little bit more. That's not great. That is not great. We may have to watch another one just to kind of see a nice deep ball by this man. Because I'm not seeing anything here. So may have to go off script on these notes a little bit. Now we get third and three. 
Mike Glennon was looking better. Mitch Trubisky was looking better? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. That was going too far. Here we go. Baker Mayfield picks it up with his legs. I want to see the arm. I want to see the arm. He's got four passing touchdowns. I want to see the arm. I want to see a deep throw. I want to see a deep throw, deep route, sling, great ball placement, great accuracy. Do we get on this one? Play action pass. Go deep. Five yards to the to the sideline. Picks up the first. Well done. Good throw. Holding on Tennessee. I mean, folks, look at all these penalties. Then they go to the run game. Can we see the passing touchdown now? Jeez. I mean, folks, we're not seeing anything here. I'm seeing it like a methodical drive. That's not what I want to see on these highlights. There it is. Finally a great throw. Higgins had, you know, about a step and a half on the defender. And now finally Baker Mayfield puts enough on this one to get it over the corner. Lays it out in front. Fantastic work there by Baker Mayfield. Finally, finally. Uh, maybe that was enough. That will suffice. Maybe we'll come back to this, you know, if we get through all these other ones. Because we do have some more to get to. But very well done by the uh, by by Baker Mayfield. Some decent throws there. Nothing that made me go, wow. Nothing that made me go, wow. Wow, this last throw, that was good. That was a very good throw. Very good. Um, but that's really it. Um, kind of a team win here. Defense, you know, not letting Tennessee do anything. The run game was absolutely helping Baker Mayfield out 100%. But great play calls here. Kind of got bailed out a little bit on some penalties, some extra yards on those penalties. So, overall, Baker Mayfield, um, yeah, stats maybe showed a little bit better. Uh, maybe... Maybe on these other drives, he looked better, but, you know, on these long drives, you know, he was just kind of doing what he does, and that makes sense on long drives, more play, or less yards for more plays. It makes sense, but we wanted to kind of see him, you know, work in offense, and it's a lot of healthy mix of run and pass here in Cleveland, which is a good thing for Baker Mayfield. Alrighty, we were going to go to Patriots and Chargers, but we'll come back to that one if we have time. We're going to skip to... Giants and Seahawks and we're just going to kind of watch Colt McCoy a little bit even though he, that he's probably not going to be playing for the rest of the year which is a good thing still want to kind of watch this man play a little bit so we'll have one drive queued up here it's just going to be this interception drive we'll watch the entire thing how's Colt McCoy looking and then it, it, it gets capped off with the interception which is not good but we'll just kind of see how he's looking here and then we'll move on. Don't want to spend too much time on Colt McCoy since he's not going to be playing anymore. But um, you want to see what they're dealing with as a backup. So we'll get we'll start it here. Nine minutes and eleven seconds left in the first quarter. And then we'll move on to uh, Eagles and Packers after this, which will probably be our last one. And we'll look at Jalen Hurts a little bit since he is going to be starting. We got to spend a little bit more time on him and not a lot of time on Colt McCoy. Alrighty, here we go. Giants down 3 nothing, starting at their own 25-yard line. Their second possession of the game. Alright, nice little dink over the middle of the field. Pretty good accuracy. Placed it right on him. Very well done. Alrighty, second and two. They're going to run the ball, and why wouldn't you? Wayne Gallman had a fantastic day. So, yes, keep the running game going. Keep the game, keep the running game alive. You're not trusting Colt McCoy to go and win you this game. I would not, and the Giants did not either. So, great play calling, great game plan. All right, so they run it on the next down, and it picks up four. Let's see what we get with Colt McCoy. That's what we're trying to see here. Here we go. Play action pass. Nice. Wide open. Places it on the money so the receiver can pick up another, you know, four yards after the catch. 
That's why accuracy matters. So you get the yards after the catch. So you break the tackle. Accuracy matters a ton, folks. Alrighty, here we go. They're going to run it again. Gets nothing. Second and nine, Colt McCoy, empty backfield. Here we go. Guaranteed pass. Defense is going to clamp up on this. Let's see how he can fit this throw in. Ooh, he gets brought down. Gets brought down. All right. Couldn't escape the pressure. Unfortunate. Clammed up a little bit. Let's bring this one in the um, coach's film. Uh, there's probably nothing open since the defense really did get there quickly. But let's see if there was something open and he didn't throw it because he didn't feel confident. Maybe the pressure, you know, definitely made him think twice about throwing this ball. So we'll see if any route is open here early where he could have gotten it off. So let's put this one in slow motion. We'll watch the snap. He's got five wide receivers to go to. Bunch formation on the left. And then doubles on the right. So here we go. Let's see. He does have to get rid of this ball quickly. So nothing open yet. No route has fully formed yet. So right here, right here, right here. He's got to make this. I mean, he's wide open all day, folks. Now the pressure is getting to him right at this second as this receiver is breaking open. So let's see what he does here. He eludes the first defender, but he doesn't come back left. Um, so he's never looking left, never looking at this wide open receiver here. Kind of panicking a little bit as he's jumping up, trying to maneuver the pocket. And then by that time, he's brought down. So maybe he didn't know where his kind of check down was, but I think it was trying to be that kind of out route to the left. Doesn't see it there. Never saw it. Unfortunate. But there was an open pass there. There was a pass to be made, even though there was pressure bailing down on him. Now, I'm not saying it's an easy throw or an easy play to make. It's definitely hard. But this is what you want to see from a quarterback. If your backup quarterbacks can't do that, it's not great. So it's not like, you know, it, it, this is a quarterback competition we're worrying about. Obviously not. I mean, Colt McCoy is not going to win the starting job over Daniel Jones. We're just saying that, you know, Daniel Jones, not too – or um, Colt McCoy – not too reliable to go and win you the game by his arm if needed to be. Alrighty, then we get third and ten here. <clears throat> Let's see this play. Nice. Well done. Great play design. Wide open receiver at oh, over the marker. And well done by Colt McCoy knowing where the marker is, getting it to the marker, not doing one of these underneath throws, and then hoping it breaks off you know, for an extra five yards for the first down. So very well done. Knows where he wanted to go with it. Quick fire throw to that receiver. Well done, Colt McCoy. On third down, nonetheless, keeps the drive moving. Now he throws an interception on this drive, so it all's for not. But they're at the 20-yard line. This is a drive, folks. This is a nice drive. Oh, man. And then look at that, the wide receiver screen. Am I on the same drive here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I didn't think they were this far down the field. So now a nice little... Wide receiver screen that gets him down to the five-yard line, but it looks like it may be coming back a little bit. What are they going to call? Oh, offensive pass interference or holding, however they called it. Unfortunate. Good call. Unfortunate, though. So they back up a little bit, and is this the play that Colt McCoy throws the interception on? A mistake that backs him up a little bit? Let's see. Colt McCoy. Nope, goes back inside. Picks up about 12 yards. Well done. 
Second and seven now, 11 yards officially. Colt McCoy. Oh, I don't want to see him throw the interception now. Ooh, he's doing he's doing good out here. He's doing good. Third and seven, nonetheless. Third and eight off the bad run. Colt McCoy, don't do it. Change history. Hopefully history changes. Let's see what we get. Colt McCoy. Possibly could have been a delay of game two. Oh, tipped and picked. Unfortunate. Damn. Very close to a delay of game two. Just tries to rifle it in there. That's a good throw, but the defense is clashing in on the receiver kind of as the time as the ball gets there. Maybe closes his hands a little bit sooner or gets kind of pushed into it, which forces the tip. So, I mean, Colt McCoy, this wasn't really him. He had a good drive here. That's a little promising here. If you're a Colt McCoy, you got to just shake this one off. This one isn't on you, and this was a good drive. I mean, you get out of here with the win anyway, so well done. Um, but he has to live with that interception, and it sucks because it wasn't his fault. How unfortunate. All right, so maybe we give Colt McCoy a little bit more credit than we were giving them at the beginning of that highlight clip. Um, but, yeah, that was Colt McCoy. Still looking decent, decent. Nothing great. Wide open passes. Didn't have to really force anything in there. Uh, but what we saw, was it was solid play. It was solid play. Making the right reads. Alrighty, and this is probably going to be our last matchup of the day, and we have to look at Jalen Hurts, folks. He's the starting quarterback this week for the Eagles. No more Carson Wentz. We have some good, um, some solid film on this man, about um, a quarter and a half of play. We've got uh, 12 passes. We have most of them queued up here. We also have some running attempts by him. Now, is he pulling the ball down too early? Should he be making throws? Is he trusting himself? Is he trusting his arm? Is he trusting his decision-making? So we'll check some of that out on some of the runs. We've got all of them queued up here, or most of his plays queued up here. Most of his passes are on one drive, so we don't have to skip around too much. Um, but, yeah, we'll start it here. Um, we've got the 719, and I believe this is uh, his uh, first play, his actual first play here. Yeah, 719. So let's, let's get this queued up. Comes in in the third quarter. Not after halftime, though. So they still try to stick with Carson Wentz, even coming after, um, coming out after half. They gave Carson Wentz that first drive. It does nothing. So then they bring in um, uh, Jalen Hurts for their second drive in the second half. So we'll start it here. This is 739. They do run the ball, but this is his first play in the game. It's a handoff. Get him, you know, comfortable. Get him, you know, it's the first play. So you're not going to, you know, bomb it down the field. Although that could have caught, you know, Green Bay off guard. But here it is. This is his first actual pass attempt. Here it is. Second and five. That looked to be maybe a setup screen to the right that he should have thrown this ball. Let's see. I mean, this handoff. And then everybody's kind of standing around. I don't know if he was supposed to throw that ball back to the right. Um, maybe not try to take this one to the left. It didn't pick up anything. So I think that may have been just kind of a blown play by him. Looks like it was trying to set up a screen to the right. And uh, he didn't make the pass. So not great there. Now we get third and four. Here we go. And 
And wow, well done by the rookie. This is a beautiful ball, folks. Absolutely thrown to perfection. Notices he has the one-on-one -on -one matchup. There's no safety over the top, so I can just lay this one out as far as I want over the receiver for him to go and run over under it. The defender has no chance of making a play on this ball. That's a beautiful throw, folks. Holy cow. Carson Wentz isn't making that throw this season, at least. Um, he has made in his career here we go little um read option he keeps it once again doesn't really get anything let's see the coach's film on this play is he trusting himself is he trusting his arm we'll see if any play is open here any receiver but he goes and runs the ball that's not the best play because it picks up nothing so we'll see if there's any receiver here open should he have thrown this ball let's find out Try to slow it down closer to the snap so they're not waiting all day on the slow motion. The slow motion is very slow, which I do appreciate. But uh, you try got to try and time it up. Oh, this is the second play. This is the last play of his beautifully thrown ball. Let's appreciate this one in slow motion. I mean, folks, look at this. I mean, maybe the one complaint, the one knock we'll say on this throw, just to say a knock on it, is that it's a little bit too inside. The ball started to drift inside a little bit. We'll see where this receiver is on this play. He's very much to the sideline, and you see him having to come back in just very slightly. I mean, it's very slight. It's subtle. It's not even a knock. It's more of a little note um maybe drift this one a little bit more toward the sideline so you you don't run him into where the defense is but other than that fantastic throw all right here it is uh we're not going to get a good angle on this oh this is a, the second angle from the play they do both angles all right so this is the play that is the read option where he keeps it let's see if there's any better throw to be made on this play or a throw at all because he runs it he keeps it all right so here it is. There's the fake. Now we can throw it. And he can tight it. I mean, this receiver is crossing right here. No, he's not. He's never ever crossing or ever showing. So right here. Right here is where the ball has to be thrown. This ball, this the receiver is getting behind this defender. This safety is a little late coming. He throws this ball right now. Get it over this defender. Probably more towards the 10-yard line where my mouse is going. If he throws the ball in this kind of area right here, this could be a touchdown. Um, I'm kind of surprised he never throws it. And look at kind of this defender. He's leveling off. So you have to throw this ball right here. And we know he runs out of bounds. So he has... Uh, so much opportunity to throw this ball but he never does he still can throw it right now this isn't too late to throw this ball this isn't too late to throw this ball you just need to make sure you get it over this defender by a lot um make it overthrown or incatchable but do make it so it gets over this defender still can throw it still kind of can throw it he decides kind of to run it at this moment so i think this is kind of a bad call here i think he really should have thrown this ball not great by Jalen Hurts. Got to trust your arm here, kid. Got to trust your arm a little bit. All right, let's go back um, to the game film. So they pick up, uh, do they pick up the first? We got to go back a little bit here. I think we skipped a play. Or maybe not. Um, let's just uh, go here. Let's do it by the time. This was the big play. This is the run. All right, now we're back on track. All right. All right, so we saw one play in the coach's film. Probably should have thrown it. So let's see what we get here on second and 13. 
Run play. We'll skip this. Although it went for a lot. Well done. Well done. Picked up a big chunk, but it's coming back. It's coming back. All right. 504 is his next pass attempt, so it should be this play right here. Here we go. Let's see what we get here. It's either a run or a scramble. I grouped them all together because I wanted to see if he was making decisions based on, you know, what the defense was giving him or just some bad decisions. Once again, he's going to run and it really only picks up three. So let's take this one in the coach's film. Let's watch this one. I get he can move the ball with his legs. That's not the knock, but I want to see him trust his arm. Is he trusting his arm or is he not? Because if you're not trusting your own arm, Doug Peterson's not going to trust your arm. This, uh, The defense is not going to respect the arm and just kind of play up. So if you're not trusting your arm, nobody is. So, yeah, it's open, folks. This is open, but he pulls it down and decides to run. This is wide open. We'll slow it down here. So you're getting this receiver coming across the field. He's just going to sit in the soft zone. Folks, it's open right now. This is where you throw it. Throw it right now. He's still in the clean pocket. He's looking to the left and to the middle of the field. He's not looking out to the right. And you can throw it out to the right too. There's multiple people open on this route. This is probably the best throw to make right here to the, to the boundary. This is another good throw right here. And he's becoming more and more open. Now it's really wide open. Now it's so wide open because this linebacker decides to pick this man up. And now it's wide open in the middle of the field. He doesn't decide to make the throw. And I get that the safety is playing that. But you throw it on the money. And the, the defender's not going to get there in time for the ball. So, yes, it's not going to pick up any yards after the catch. But you're still throwing it 15 yards down the field. And now he settles for a three-yard pickup. I don't know, man. I don't know if this is the right call to make the switch. I think he's missing on a lot of these throws instead of just pull and, and instead is pulling it down and running. This is why I wanted to incorporate some of these runs that he had because now we can judge is he making the right decisions. Step up in the pocket, deliver a good ball, and go from there. Don't try to just pick up three yards when it's third and twenty-two. All right, let's continue on here. When's his next pass? Um, his next pass is in, into the fourth quarter. So let's see this drive stall here. What do they do on third and 19? They run the ball. They don't pick it up. And they have to settle for a punt or a field goal. But they get rid of the ball regardless. So let's go to his next set of passes here. Um, coming now in the fourth quarter. Whoops. Uh, fourth quarter with 11 minutes. So we'll start here now. <clears throat> Philadelphia still only has three points. Not doing anything good. All right, here we go. Jalen Hurts back to pass. Has the time, all the time in the world, and then decides to take off now. This one did pick up 11 yards, so still a decent play overall. But the way this man dropped back, I think that there could be a throw open. So let's see it. Let's watch the coach's film on this play. Is he making the right decisions by... Oh, hang on, we got to skip forward to play. When you go from go coach's film to the to the broadcast film, you're, it usually go, brings you back a play. Not always quite as synced as I'd like it to be. Unfortunate. But here we go right here. This is the play. He drops back to pass. All right, let's see if anything's open here. 
All right, now, okay, yes, this is when you run the ball. Nothing was open here. This was covered all day. This was never open at all, and this really isn't open at all anyway. So, yes, now Car now um, he's making the right decision to tuck and run. I've got no problem with it here. This is fantastic, yes. Nothing was open on that play. 100% agree with the decision-making here on this play. Alrighty, is this the one we just saw? Steps up in the pocket. Yeah. All right. So that's a great that's a great call. Great run as well to pick up like eleven. All right. Let's see what we get on this play now. Does he throw the ball here? Once again, bailing out a little bit and decides to run. And he picks up twelve again. But just think about what the defense of Green Bay is playing here. They're up 20 points in the fourth quarter with only 10 minutes left. They're not getting beat deep. That's all they're doing. So, yes, they're allowing this man to take the 10-yard runs. That's why we saw it in their last drive in the third quarter. The runs got shut off very quickly because the defense was backing off a or the defense was pressing during that series because it was still kind of a game in the third quarter. Now it's the fourth quarter with 10 minutes left. A third of the game gone, a third of the quarter gone already. They don't have to really worry about too much of a comeback here. They're down 20 with 10 minutes so yes they're allowing this man to run a little bit so let's go in the coach's film on this play did he make the right call here let's find out we'll see these routes is anybody open the defense is giving him these runs so is the is everybody else kind of all right so they're going deep on these routes here Nothing is open. Nothing is open. Nothing is open. Now he escapes the pocket. Now he's kind of directing traffic a little bit. Hasn't made the point. Hasn't made the decision to run yet. So he can still pass it at this point if there's anything open. So far, everything is still covered. He makes the right decision again. But this is because the defense is giving him this. They're like, we're not letting you go deep. We're not letting you throw the ball. So... Um, this isn't too great here. This isn't too great. These are all just kind of give me yards. They're giving these, they're giving him these yards, folks. The game is over. They don't need the big shot. Run plays, get five, get seven, get 10 yards, but the clock will start. Will, the clock will keep running. You will still keep time off the clock. That's all Green Bay's looking for. Yes, drive, maybe get into field goal range. We'll give you three. We're trying not to give you 10. Um, we're just trying to make you eat up time on the field. So, all right, here we go. Does he throw it here? Tries to go in the middle of the field. Very, you know, tight, very not really open. Tries to force it in there. Unfortunately, it's incomplete. All right, second and 10 now. Drops back to pass. Launches this one. Decently thrown ball there. A little bit too much air under this ball, in my opinion. Maybe get it there a little bit quicker. Um, but still, good pass. It's a completion, so we give the man a little bit of credit. All right, third and four. Gotta pick this up. Gotta pick this up. Third and four. Let's see what he does. There it is. Wide open pass. Well done. Made the right read there. Love it. All right. Escapes the pocket. Going to take off on this one. We'll go to coach's film on this one. We'll see. Actually, let's see if anything's open kind of right off the rip here of what we can see. 
He's kind of go. He's running a double move by this time. He's already feeling the pressure. So we don't even really need to go into coach's film on this one. All right, second and nine. Only picks up one yard on the run. Delivers a ball. Well, ah, oh, broken up. Good defense there. Well, well done by the defender to stick with the ball and kind of rip it out last second. Good throw there by Jason Hurts. Jalen Hurts, not Jason. My apologies. We'll get a good look here. Let's see how well this defense is played. Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't even have his hands on it. Well done. That's a great That's great defense. I love watching great defense. What a great defensive play. All right, third and nine. We can go back on this one. Watch this one again. Um, let's see if he gets in bounds here. Let's see. Pass to the boundary. He's wide open. And he gets out of bounds. This is incomplete because Jalen Hurts, he got wide-eyed there. He saw he didn't set his feet. He had time to get this ball off, folks. I mean, there was nobody around this man. Uh, nobody around the receiver. Nobody really around the defender either. We'll watch this one again. I mean, folks, set your feet. You know, relax a little bit. I know pressure is coming and you have to get rid of it, but, you know, make a better throw here. Maybe the defense was piling on a little bit. Still got to rein that in a little bit. Got to rein it in. He's wide open. Pushes them too much to the boundary, and now we get fourth and nine. All right, is this the last passing play by Jason Hurts that we see? Let's find out. Do they pick it up? Fourth and nine. Clean pocket. Very well done. Penalty as well. Pass interference on the defense. That looked like offensive pass interference to me. That looked like a push-off. <laughs> that looked like a push-off to me, but... They get bailed out. Oh, no, they do. They do call it. They call it pass interference. I agree. All righty. Here we go. Is this the last place? Fourth and 18 now. So he made a good pass on four or yeah, fourth and 10 or fourth and eight, but it gets wiped out by the pass interference. Now he's going. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Jalen Hurts. He says, hey, this is going to be probably my last pass of the day. I'm going out with the bang. Very well thrown here. I love this. I love this play. Rolling out to the right, keeps his eyes down the field, knows where he wants to go with the ball, and delivers a wide open pass here. Very well done. That's a great ball. That's a great ball. Where do you throw this one from? The 30? 35? About the 37. That's a good pass. I mean, that's, that ball's in the air for about 40 yards. That's a good ball. Well done. Way to end it off there. Alrighty, that's where we're gonna leave it. Goodbye, Jalen Hurts. Um, I would, I would say, you know, maybe bails on plays a little bit too much, but he's a rookie. This was his first action. Getting a full week reps with the ones this week should help him out a lot. We'll still keep an eye on him for next week. Not sure how we feel about him just quite yet, but he was making some good passes there, so we give him the man credit. Now, do I think they're making the right decision? Yes. For this season, I think they're making the right decision. What we saw there by Jalen Hurts, some very good, also some not so good. Um, but uh, overall, through the touchdown pass, very well done. Now he did. Did he have an interception? Should we watch that? Did we did we cover that yet? No. Let's. All right. Let's finish here with the interception. A minute and fifty six seconds. This will be the last play. We'll close it out here. Um, gotta watch the interception. How bad is it? Is it his fault? One hundred percent. Was it tipped? So let's see what we get here. Alrighty, we saw the touchdown pass. This is garbage time anyway. Maybe trying to still come back. They're down fourteen. Two touchdowns. Okay, got hit as he was thrown. 
Okay, so he didn't make like a bad read or anything like this. This was him just trying to get the ball downfield a little bit more than what it was, but it gets kind of his hand gets tipped, the ball gets tipped. It's unfortunate. Um, we might be able to get a nice little replay here. Yeah, let's see. Was it just tipped? Yeah, his arm going forward didn't didn't have enough on it. So yeah, we we can kind of write out this interception. Not not bad by him. Just arm going forward couldn't complete the complete extension of the arm going forward. Hand gets hit and the ball falls a lot shorter. So yeah, we're we're not blaming Jalen Hurts on that interception. So still decent by Jalen Hurts. Still very decent what we saw there. Alrighty, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow where we um, guess and react to the lines. Um, and then we will um, give our moneymaker for Thursday Night Football tomorrow. So, thanks for coming out. Thanks for watching. We will be back here tomorrow, noon Eastern, live, twitch.tv slash takes by fans. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for watching.